Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit 1 million in revenue. And I became obsessed on a mission to change that. I believe that there is so much gatekeeping in business knowledge and that we as female entrepreneurs should be learning from other female founders and leaders who have broken the statistics. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Hey everyone, it's Sanira here. As you may know, CEO School is officially part of the HubSpot Podcasting Network. We're now part of a family of shows designed to help professionals listen, learn, and grow by providing access to the world's leading B2B podcasts like Being Boss, hosted by Emily Thompson. Being Boss is an exploration of not only what it means, but what it takes to be a boss as a creative business owner, freelancer, or side hustler. I enjoyed listening in as Amy, along with her guest, Nikki Nash, discussed very practical ways to create a marketing plan that works. Listen to Being Boss wherever you get your podcast, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Welcome to Wind Down Wednesday. I'm your host, Sanira Madani at CEO School. And honestly, today I'm so pumped because I'm back. I don't know if you noticed for the last several weeks, I've actually been replaying some of my favorite episodes, but I am officially back, back from Europe, actually. I took a six-week almost sabbatical from work, from life, from social media, from the grind, and I've just come back so refreshed with so many incredible lessons that I want to share on our first Wind Down Wednesday back, and I'm just so excited to be here with all of you today. Before I get started, I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners everywhere. You guys have been tuning in for 189 episodes. Literally right now, I'm sitting here at our brand new production studio with Hi Hello Labs, We're taking this podcast to the next level. You can catch us on YouTube now, across all of our social media channels. We have over 50,000 listeners listening and tuning into the show. And while I was sitting here, we're getting set up, and I asked our our producer, what episode number is this? And he told me that it's 189, and it just blows my mind that we're here. And for the last three years, we've been able to stay consistent on the show and give you two shows a week. And so I'm super, super proud of just showing up and having all this amazing content, but all of these like ideas, the content um, comes from all of you and it comes from my DMs and it comes from the show notes and it comes from all of your feedback and the reviews and everything that you leave. We really do listen. We really do um, look at our DMs. We really do take a look at the things that you guys want to hear. And so I just want to say thank you for you know, being here for the ride for the last 189 episodes, and it's only going to get better. For those that are new to the show, welcome, welcome. I'm Sanira Madani, and I'm your host. I am CEO of a billion-dollar company called Stacks Payments that I started 
in 2014 with just an idea in my head, and I was told no every single step of the way. And here we are, fast forward eight years later, there's a lot of history in between, a lot of lessons in between, and I try to teach those lessons because I didn't go to CEO school, yet I built a company from the ground up to now doing $23 billion in payments and just defied all odds. Um, something that's important about me also is that I am a mom. I'm a mother of two daughters. Mila is now six and Anna is three. We actually just started school this last week. Thank God. Um, and I'm so pumped for them to be back to school. Uh, but it's been just an incredible summer with my babies, with my girls. So I'm a girl mom and I'm a wife as well of an entrepreneur. So I have an entrepreneurial husband. Our life is absolutely nuts. Juggling schedules is crazy. And we just make it happen. And, you know, I'm a family girl. So my mom lives literally across the street. My my life is everybody loves Raymond, except it's everybody loves Faisal. And the door is always open and people are always in and out. I also work with my brother. I co-founded my company with my siblings. So we've got uh, a really fun dynamic at Stacks and just built this company to 300 employees and growing. And we do payment processing and I built a software company. And on my spare time, I get to sit with all of you and share my business lessons because I believe that one, representation matters so much. And I wish that I saw young CEOs like me. I wish that I saw mothers as CEOs. I wish that I saw women of color as CEOs. I've been in an industry that is definitely pale, stale, and male, and I'm, I was so exhausted from it. I didn't have an outlet to uh, really vent and to share my share what life is really like as a a female CEO. So I started showing up on Instagram when Instagram stories came out. That's when I was sharing, uh, you know, like behind the scenes, going to the office. I was like Mila was probably like just born and I was balancing new motherhood with a scaling startup. And I started sharing my story, like my stories on Instagram stories, going to the board meeting and then dropping my kid off to daycare and all of the things in between. And that's kind of where my social influence started growing online, but I was talking about working moms and just being, you know, just being a, you know, being a woman of color CEO and the audience started growing from there. And I would have this episode or like this live that I would do on Wednesdays called Wind Down Wednesdays. And I actually haven't shared this story with all of our listeners of where Wind Down Wednesday comes from. Also, a side note, I am a, a wine lover, and so I would have my glass of wine after my daughter would go to bed, and I would show up on Instagram Live and answer questions. I would just open coach, and just it was a place for female entrepreneurs to come and ask questions, and it was kind of like a coffee date with me. And this Wine Down Wednesday coffee date grew and grew and grew until it was time to take it off of the Instagram platform and to create a podcast. And so in 2020, during the midst of when the pandemic was just arriving and, you know, shutting down businesses in March, I was doing almost a live every single night supporting as many female entrepreneurs as possible as we were all going through this crazy time, didn't know what was ahead. And that's when I decided, hey, it's time to bring CEO school uh, to a podcast format. And so that's how the podcast was actually formed. And this is how this Wind Down Wednesday was formed. On Mondays, you can expect me to interview uh, female CEOs that have made it to what we call the 2% Club. 
And some, you know, a a fact that I learned was that less than 2% of female founders ever break a million in revenue. And I was so frustrated with learning the statistic and couldn't understand at that time, probably my business was 10 million plus in revenue and why, uh, what made my business so special. And I didn't go to CEO school. I didn't have the experience. How was I able to uh, kind of come across, you know, tackle these challenges? And I something that I learned is that I actually had a lot of knowledge that I learned from the boys club. And I think that when I, and I was in a male dominant, I am in a male dominated industry in fintech. And I saw that the way that men communicate about money, about business, about finances, about growth was so different than my circles, um, you know, with women. And, you know, that was something that I felt that needed to be brought to more women, that we needed to create safe rooms to talk about wealth creation, to talk about scaling our businesses, to talk about being multi-passionate, to solve problems together. And that is where this next level of this podcast came from. And uh, so on Mondays, you know, we interview women who have made it to the 2% club, who surpassed that million in revenue and, you know, that we can learn from, tactically learn from, and actually learn from real women who understand us as CEOs and entrepreneurs and women in business. And then on Wednesdays, I wanted to carry forward that weekly Instagram live that we used to do. And on Wednesdays, we have a quick, you know, 15 to 20 minute episode and I'll pick a topic and we'll deep dive on some of my personal lessons that I've learned in scaling an organization to over a billion in value. And so I just want to welcome all of the new listeners that we have here and I want to welcome back all of our loyal fans and listeners. My heart is so happy every single time that I get to interact with you. So if you love the show, if you've been a fan, or if you're new here, drop us a review below. That is how we grow. Screenshot this episode, share it on your social media, and tell your friends to tune in to CEO School. Uh, And it's the real deal here. It's all raw. It's There's no script. And we really do try to ensure we bring in just the most stellar guests that can give us tactical advice on how to run our lives like CEOs as well, not just our businesses. You're going to get business scale. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about wealth creation. We're going to talk about finances. We're going to talk about building teams. We're going to talk about business. And we're going to talk about life as well and motherhood and self-care and the messy and the hard and everything in between. So welcome, welcome, welcome back. I am so, so thrilled to be here. And so I was actually gone away. And so today's episode, I kind of just wanted to give you guys a recap. I took a six-week hiatus from life, a mini sabbatical, and I went to Europe with my family for the first time in nine years. So I've been building a business for nine years now. And when I tell you that um, I have a just crazy drive, hunger, grit, and just passion for my business, that's one of the reasons I've just, I've worked really hard over the last nine years to scale this business. And it took a lot of just not only, you know, just blood, sweat, and tears, but a lot, you know, a lot of sacrifices that came with building a business um, at whatever size. But, you know, currently, you know, just dealing with 
you know, I had two daughters along the way and did not take maternity leave. There's things that I'm not proud of, by the way. Did not take maternity leave. Business is scaling. We've gone through the pandemic. We went through four different rounds of of fundraising. We've gone through um, just heartache in business, a loss of, of, you know, partnerships, like so many different things that I've experienced over the last decade and just was exhausted, honestly. And after this big milestone, so in March, we announced our Series D funding, which uh, for those that don't know venture capitals, so we raised um, investment, another investment round into the company. Our company is scaling and growing. It's a technology company, which does require uh, investment to scale. And we just finished raising a $250 million Series D, which was valued, the company was valued at over a billion. We're 100 million plus in actual revenue uh, for the company. And so it was a big milestone. It was a historic moment, not only for our company and for our team, but it was a historic moment for women and for women of color and specifically for like even for Florida and for Orlando. So we were the first unicorn out of the state of Florida. I was the first female um, to achieve unicorn status in 2022. Like so many amazing, so many amazing milestones that we sell. It was a big milestone to celebrate. Uh, which was incredible. But honestly, it was kind of also at this point in my life where I'm like, holy shit, I achieved everything I set out to achieve. Now what? And there was a lot of, you know, I'm just moving so fast. And I think I think a lot of you can relate to that. And so I want to, that, that was like a moment where I felt like for the last decade, I've been running, I've been running, and I've been on this a hamster wheel that I've created with my goals, right? And I'm really, you know, for those that have been following along for, you know, I, you know, you know, live my life with purpose or try to ensure that I say no to the right things and I have my, you know, three bucket principle, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's also when you're when you're chasing that, you know, when you're chasing that next goal or that big milestone, sometimes you get so heads down and not look up. And that's kind of where I was as well. In my life, I really had prioritized work, right? That was a huge bucket for me. Stacks is a huge bucket for me. I prioritized CEO school and all of you and just getting, you know, it's exciting. Like I really enjoy, I'm a creative. This has been so fun. Uh, but I prioritized CEO school in my life. I launched a course. I'm on social media. And this takes, I mean, it's pretty much a second job. And then I have my family. And as much as, and my family was, my focus was in my just immediate family, just my kids and my husband. And, you know, that's the little time that I have. But I really didn't, you know, take time to cultivate relationships, which I was so good at. I didn't really take time to take care of my health. I didn't really take time to do other things, pretty much put me, I didn't put me at the forefront as well. And I was just so focused on serving. I was so focused on the next milestone. And after I achieved the unicorn milestone, it was almost this moment of like emptiness. And I don't think I really shared that with anybody. And as much as we were celebrating and it was it was just the most unbelievable several weeks. And I'm still on like this amazing press tour um, talking to, you know, I'm on CNBC and Forbes and Fortune. I have all these, all these amazing interviews and all these amazing podcasts. And everybody now like wants a piece of Stacks or knows about Stacks. And, you know, it's just been amazing to see kind of the market's reaction uh, to this announcement and to our company. And it's been amazing. But it's also felt really lonely. And it's also felt really empty. And 
I knew I needed to take a break to really digest and reflect on this last decade of building. And so that's exactly what I did. I ended up taking the month of July off. I went abroad and I I took my family with me and we just had this amazing adventure in Europe. Uh, we traveled to several different countries and just spent time with each other. And I got to spend time in quiet. And it wasn't this like hustle bustle vacation. It was this the first time in my life where I actually didn't have an agenda. And that's really, really rare for me. While the markets may have seen a dip in Q2 VC funding, it doesn't mean that your business can't scale. It just means it might look different to how you plan. With thousands of in-house crafted integrations of marketing, sales, and service, HubSpot is on a mission to help your business grow better with a CRM platform that's easy to buy, use, and scale. Want to figure out how to streamline your deals? Easy. The Sales Hub helps you close more deals by automating your busy work. Need to automate your social media? Piece of cake. The Marketing Hub has everything you need to publish, post, and monitor your social media channels all in one hub. And with Service Hub, centralized customer data keeps your support teams all moving in one direction, forward. Learn how HubSpot can make it easier for your business to grow better at HubSpot.com. Running a business is hard. Managing employees is hard. Getting customers through the door is even harder. But getting paid shouldn't have to be. This is where Stacks Payments is here to help. As an intuitive platform for invoicing, recurring billing, in-person, as well as online payments, Stacks is a one-stop hub to get you paid. What's even better? Stacks has one flat fee for the month instead of percentages you can't understand. Stop spending time tracking down customers or payment tools that fail on you. Set your automations up with Stacks Payments today. As CEO and founder of Stacks and CEO School, it's been my mission to support female leaders, founders, and CEOs. With Stacks, I'm able to do so by providing fast, easy, and affordable way to process payments every day for you. When I step into my day-to-day, it's extremely full. My calendar is completely full from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m., even in 20-minute increments. And so when I say that I'm not used to not having an agenda, it was the first time that I was free without a calendar and that I could choose to write content if I want to. I could choose to take a call if I want to. I could choose to not work if I didn't want to. And so it was just so liberating and so free and I kind of – there were things that I, I, I want to share with all of you that I, I wish that I didn't take me nine years of working so hard to kind of come to this epiphany to like take this break and to get to know myself again. And I think this happens for many of us and many CEOs, right? They build, they find success, and then they're like, oh, what's the purpose and what's it for? And then they go take a crazy trip like this and then they come back and they found themselves and – um you know, something I wish that I I didn't have to wait a decade to do it. But I do think that it is important for you to take time away to be quiet. Like that was the first time that I actually was able to listen to myself, my inner self without any noise. And although I do my meditation and I do my morning journals and I do all of the things to keep my mind grounded every day to sustain my lifestyle and to keep me energized and going, it's still not the same 
to have that true level of peace and quiet and really pull yourself away from the environment. I think that that was one of the biggest lessons for me. It wasn't just about having quiet moments or being able to reflect and, you know, ask yourself those questions. It was actually completely removing yourself from your environment for for a period of time that really gets you used to this this new environment, right? So it took me two weeks, I would say, 10 days to two weeks to actually just get out of like vacation mode. So the first 10 days were absolute vacation mode. And then it was actual, okay, now I want to get into like, what is this like my own routine look like? And really, really had quiet time to myself. And what it made me realize is that I thought I, I when I left Orlando, I thought I was going to come back and say, I'm going to hang up my jacket and I'm going to be done right? I have so much going on. I want to focus on CEO school only, or I want to focus on, you know, um, inv- my investments only. And I want to focus on the things that I'm multi-passionate about. And I think that it might be time to hang up my jacket at Stacks and let somebody else potentially take it to the next level. And so that was maybe, that was my mindset truthfully going in. And I've not shared this, and I'm sure there's going to be many of like people from my team and others listening And I didn't really share this with anybody besides uh, my brother, my co-founder, Sal. And I went in thinking, okay, this this might be a possibility. Let me go flush this out. And what's so crazy is that I actually realized I came back more energized than ever. I thought that I was going to say, oh, I'm done with work or I'm burnt out or I'm, you know, I'm I I don't like my work anymore because it's it's so much. It's so operational. And that's just not the truth. I was just tired. Right? I didn't get, get get a chance to ask myself, what is it that I really want to do in this next chapter? What are the things that I'm really good at? What are the things that I add value to and that I enjoy instead of some of the operational things that keep me tied back or that I don't enjoy? And so I really got to spend time to ask myself some questions and actually recreate my new job description coming back. And I feel so amazing coming back into Stacks, coming back into the studio, coming back into CEO school, coming back into life. And all I needed was just some quiet time. And so wherever you are in your journey, I know burnout is really real. And it shouldn't take for us to be at our final verge of complete burnout, complete chasing this next goal, the next milestone, the the hamster wheel that we're on. It's so important for us. And we all know this. This isn't like this isn't the first time you've heard this advice, but really take it from me, um, from somebody who it took way too long for me to ask myself these questions. And you you hear me talk about these lessons every single week on the show, but we're sometimes the last to take that piece of advice. And so truly find time in the next quarter. I want you to go home. I want you to look at your calendar and I want you to take at least a week off in quiet, whatever time. Maybe it can't be a week. Maybe it's three days. Maybe it's 10 days. Maybe it's longer. But truly in quiet, pull yourself away. Sign up for that retreat that you've been wanting to do. Go spend some time by yourself, not in the hustle, not in the environment that you're currently in. And I will tell you, you will come back not a new person. I didn't come back new. I came back me. I came back as Sunny. And that's what I feel just so, I feel so amazing. I feel grounded and I feel rested. And something else that I really got to spend time on was thinking about my energy, right? So when you have time to really sit down and and create what does your, 
what do you actually really want and where do you want your energy to be spent? I really got to explore that for myself and where I want my energy to be spent. And I've been spending my energy for everyone for a long fucking time. For everyone. I serve and I serve and I serve. And while I was abroad, we actually had um, September in September, you guys have heard me talk about our CEO school conference, which I was so excited to do. And this is a project that I've never done before. I don't know. There is this super type A personality in me that I'm always signing up for something bigger, something that's next. And I love a challenge. I love signing up for something that I have not done before. And I just absolutely love this community. But this community has been completely digital. We only meet uh, very rarely. Uh, We have three retreats a year. And uh, I can only host 20 women at a time. And they're always sold out. And there's always a wait list. And I just can't support more women. Otherwise, it takes away from uh, the experience of the retreat. And so I wanted to bring together the community of CEO School and to bring all of you together in a room and go tap on all of these amazing speakers that we've had on the show and mentors that I've had and just to have a women's conference unlike anything that I've been to. And so I spent the first half of the year planning for this conference, booking speakers, booking our venues, determining agenda, putting down deposits, hiring event planners, finalizing decor, finalizing run of shows, content, everything. And when I was abroad, something just fell off for me from my energy when I actually sat down to say, Sanira, I'm going to come back and I feel so rested. Where do I want to spend my time? And that was one of the areas that I said, why am I signing up for something that is going to just require a lot of my energy, right? And I don't want to come back. I'm refreshed and then burn myself out, getting caught up with stacks, adding a conference to my plate, getting it all done within six weeks of when I'm back. And so I've never, ever done this publicly, ever say that I'm going to do something. I'm always one to follow through on every single thing that I do. I would say I had such a hard time coming to the decision, but I feel so proud of the decision. I decided to say no and to cancel the conference because my energy wasn't there to support it. I didn't worry about revenue. I didn't worry about letting people down. I didn't worry about what people were going to think. I really made a decision to say, where can I serve best? And how can I serve best in a capacity that also serves me? And that just wasn't in the cards for this year right now coming back. And it was a really tough decision, but I am so proud. And as soon as I made that decision and I sent out the email and I typed up the email just saying the reason, it felt so right. It felt so aligned. And I actually felt for the first time that I took my own advice to say to serve me and to say no to the things that don't serve your energy, my energy. And so it was a huge lesson uh, for myself was that just to be intentional and where I spend my time and putting my energy in the places that I also want to receive that energy from. And I said no. And no doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. No just means just not right now. And so I I wanted to share this with all of you because it wasn't something easy for me to do. And I did it. And honestly, it wasn't bad. Like as soon as I ripped the Band-Aid, oh, it was fine. Like 24 hours later, I mean, we we definitely had, oh, I'm so sad. Like, you know, I really wanted to be there. And that was it. 
right? People understood as well. And they're looking forward to the next thing. And I've come back now and my energy is just different even coming into the studio, right? CEO school to me is a place that I want to continue to just be so passionate about. And I want to, this gives me energy. And y'all don't know this. This is like the most, one of the most selfish things I always say to my team that I get to do, I'm privileged to do, is this podcast. It actually gives me energy. And I want to continue to make sure that this gives me energy so I can give you all back just the best level of energy. And so clearing some time away to be intentional, intentional with your time, saying no, and just getting some rest to actually make some decisions, right? And like the final lesson that I have from it all, um, besides obviously just spending time with like the people that you love, right? Like that's the biggest thing. Like what is life about, right? Like, I mean, those are just like the, the most important things of what are we working so hard for? And, you know, many of you guys have probably traveled to Europe, but there is a different energy of the people that are there. And they don't live to work. They work to live. And that's how I would describe Europeans. And when things are just slower, right? Like you go to a restaurant and people like we don't have dinner until 10 o'clock and it's like a three hour dinner and you're at lunch and you see people ordering wine at lunch and they're in, you know, they're at work and they're just relaxed. They're having two hour lunches. And I don't know if I could do that every single day, but it was definitely this just beautiful experience to just see life actually slow down and to slow down with it. And then not everything is actually an emergency. And I think we in America, we treat everything as an emergency. We treat everything in this level of speed. And for six weeks we were away. We didn't have Amazon Prime. We, heck, we didn't even have a dryer. We didn't have central AC in many of the, 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 uh, the houses that we were staying in. Beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous homes that we were staying in. No central AC. No dryer. I had to actually like figure out how to do la- – there was a laundry machine, but then I had to actually do clothespin to dry our clothes. And I literally made my kids rewear clothes more than I've ever made my kids rewear clothes. We did not – we didn't have Amazon Prime. We didn't have Chipotle or Chick-fil-A, right? And just like removing ourselves out of this like – this life of just the busy, right? And – then that our lifestyle for the busy, we support our lifestyle with everything quick and fast around us as well. And it was just this perfect realization that it's actually not necessary and to kind of cleanse of those things. So outside of just getting to spend time with my family, asking myself and reflecting and just making sure that I'm, cre- you know, coming into this next chapter, designing the life that I've, that I, enjoying the life that I've, that I've worked so hard to build, it was also this beautiful cleansing of just the hustle, not only of my hustle, but the hustle around. And so this is something that we've come back and we're, you know, Faisal and I have been pretty, you know, we have our lessons from Europe. We have kind of like, here's, you know, what we want to make sure we cultivate into this next phase of um, our lives coming back. And we just want to be more mindful, right? We want to be mindful of how we're spending our time, who we're spending our time with, slowing down a bit, saying no more. And so I just wanted to share that I'm back and I feel so good. I feel so good inside and out. And I can't wait to bring all of this energy, the good energy, the calmer energy, and this passion of business back, but in a way that I'm just excited for this next chapter for me and for you. 
And so thank you for being here today. Um, I know today's Wine On Wednesday went just a little bit over, but I'm just so excited to be back and ready to go. And so I'll see you on Monday with another incredible, incredible interview from a female CEO. And I'm just so excited to be back. I'm so excited to be in this chair. I'm so excited to be in the studio. And I'm so excited to be here with all of you. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week at CEO School. Running a business is hard. Managing employees is hard. Getting customers through the door is even harder. But getting paid shouldn't have to be. This is where Stacks Payments is here to help. As an intuitive platform for invoicing, recurring billing, in-person, as well as online payments, Stacks is a one-stop hub to get you paid. What's even better? Stacks has one flat fee for the month. Instead of percentages you can't understand, stop spending time tracking down customers or payment tools that fail on you. Set your automations up with Stacks Payments today. As CEO and founder of Stacks and CEO School, it's been my mission to support female leaders, founders, and CEOs. With Stacks, I'm able to do so by providing fast, easy, and affordable way to process payments every day for you. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.